Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. <laughs> What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Dumb Blonde. Today, I have... I believe one of TikTok's cutest couples. I think you guys are just so fucking adorable. I love what you guys represent and I love what you do. Rhea and Amber Demiri. Did Thanks I say it right? Having us. Yes, yes. Yay. perfect. Yay. You said it perfect. <laughs> yay for me, yay for me. What's up, guys? <laughs> what are you guys doing out here? Well, nothing yet, but we haven't we haven't left our, our <laughs> we room. We slept yet. all day yesterday. You guys had some trying to get you guys here was crazy. Remember when we were looking at the flights? I was like, holy fuck. Like where it's are you? Because we live in Connecticut and Connecticut doesn't have much options to leave. Leave. like there's they make it really hard you yeah. have to get on like two look different up at flights 2 to get anywhere yeah. yeah it's crazy and then new york is like two two hours from us so it's like pointless to get a ride to go there to get one flight so it's might as well just get on two planes yeah, yeah. we yeah. didn't yeah. I, I saw that when i was trying to book you guys as yeah. flights and amber i was just like you know what why don't you guys book your flights yes. and then tell me yeah. when you guys are coming in i know you're just... like 6 a.m are you like what's wrong with <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's like that's okay she I travels like, every month i like do that. so i'm used to it that's every crazy. month she travels like that once a month to see the kids and oh. then i'm up at 3 a.m and every time i can't it. my team knows i'm not getting up i'm not getting to the airport before fucking 12 p.m i mean i would rather not but yeah. i just no, I'm, like, I'm like a walking just, zombie at this point i can't i can't do it there's nothing in my dna that says you can get up at fucking 6 a.m i agree okay. she I knows agree. her worth that's all that's all that I matters I'm, I'm with that well i'm so happy to hear you guys' story i want to start with ria i want to and then we're going to just kind of like intertwine and you know see where it goes from here but ria where did you grow up are you from connecticut i'm uh i was born in macedonia and okay my parents when i was two years old my parents decided to move up to the united states we had like a visa so that eventually expired after like 10 years so uh, we came here i was i was two years old um, I grew up in a very like uh, strict household. My parents being Muslim and we're Albanian, you know, the two very like yeah. the, between the culture and the religion, it was rough, especially being a woman in our culture. Yeah. It's like one of those cultures that are like, you know, your whole purpose is to serve your husband, their family, and you're basically their servant. So that's wow. one of, that was really rough. And you were basically, as soon as you, you know, you remember, all I remember is like my parents, talking to me like you know or mostly my mom like you have to learn this because your husband's gonna yeah want starting this at like you. childhood like eight years like, old very wow. young like you have to learn how to clean because your husband's not gonna like this you know what i mean mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. all it was always like that was never i could never be a, a kid right you know it was very very rough so that i lived in one of those households mm -hmm. and then obviously like you can't even marry outside of the culture you had to marry 
in the culture. There was no out like different races. Like yeah. had to be strictly Albanian. So they just from from the womb were like, look, the, you were born to pretty much serve a man. Your your life was already chosen for you. That's pretty much it. Like right. you, you had no no per you they picked everything for you. Like mm-hmm. your personality, everything. You had nothing for yourself. So as I never child, knew my identity really. Right. In my heart, yeah, as a child. I mean I knew I knew I liked girls when I was five years old. Mm. Like I had crushes on in kindergarten, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, but I knew that wasn't like normal because we didn't talk about that. So no one said anything about right. it, especially back then, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like. How old are you? Me? I'm 35 yeah. now. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like that so was. So we're like in the same age group a little bit. Yeah. I'm 42. I'm older. But no, we're in the same <laughs> age group. not look 42. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> you guys not at just all. wake up next to me and just give me fucking <laughs> yeah, all compliments day. all day. I'll love it. As long as you give them back, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, like, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, for sure. Back in the day, back in that, in, you know, in, in that era, it's so weird to even say that, is our parents were, you know, they were brought up that way too. So yeah. they inflicted their fucking trauma. childhood trauma onto us. And it was just, you know, just mm-hmm. isn't that the given to us to carry it. on. Yeah. It, like the fear mongering of like uh, religion and like going to hell if you did anything uh, bad. You know, it's like we were scared. Yeah. <laughs> religious like, trauma. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Like I basically lived inside of my head. That's all mm-hmm. I knew how to do is live life inside of my head. It was all like fake, obviously. Like I created my own reality in my own head. Yeah, because you're in fear to even speak yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So and I, yeah, I grew up in a very also very like abusive household. My dad mm. was very abusive to my mom. Mm. He always put his hands on my mom. He was always drunk. You know, f- money was a a fear in my house too because my dad was always spending money and my mom always like you know with the bills being paid like that was a huge thing and that mm. was one of my traumas I had to work on was like fear of, of losing money like mm. and when you when you ha- I I'm had I'm a money it, hoarder. Yeah, yeah, she was. Of it. I am still. Oh, really? I'm say. still working on that. Like, yeah, I'm still I'm something. helping her through that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still working on that. So no, it's hard. It's hard when you. I remember my parents having an argument. They argued all the fucking time about money. And one argument it was about getting me clothes for school. Mm. And I remember I looked at my dad at like 12 years old, and I was like, I can't wait to leave home so that you don't have to take care of me anymore. Oh, like man. that really. They don't realize that them arguing about money in front of kids is fucking us up you know so now that i'm fucking make hella money i'm like so like scared to spend it because it's like you know what it's like to live in that fucking Mm. chaos of not having it yeah of not having it but also it kind of being held over your head their heads and like you being made to feel bad like it's a fucked up thing oh yeah we have conversations about it very often and yeah it's a struggle like we we show you know we show ourselves on camera all the time yeah and this happy stuff and like but then outside like I would like to show my ourselves the, the, the healing part of it yeah. it's very like like yes we're smiling on camera but there is like us um we cry the struggle we, yeah. we argue we we do go through these things that we need to heal together like she has her healing I have my healing mm-hmm. you know and the but it com- all stems from trials <laughs> all of it all like, of it we're healing our own stuff together and we love each other through it and we take accountability mm-hmm. that's the thing is like people think that like oh it's you know it might be toxic it's not toxic no. if you take accountability and you mm-hmm. work through it together mm-hmm. and you heal together it's really not no that's what my husband and I did we mm-hmm. went through so much fucking shit when we first got together but I'm so thankful because his trauma and my trauma somehow came to a head with each other and we just both healed each other and worked through each other I think that that would be good for you guys to show that part of you guys you know whenever like do you guys have a YouTube channel for anything like that we plan or? on it we started a YouTube channel with this one 
Please. Like an asshole forgot the password and the oh, email. No. So we have to start a new one. Okay. Oh, no. It's not going to be that hard. I think you guys could probably like email YouTube and get you that. Think Maybe. So? I don't Maybe. know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. I She's think like whatever fine. about it. And I'm like, I don't want to start over. But yeah, like we would like to be more on YouTube, like showing these type of things. Yeah. I, I feel think- like on TikTok you can do it, but it's like such a timed yeah. thing. Yes. That's the thing. You know, like you have to get fucking, I guess now we can do like 10 minutes, but which I do on my backup account. I fucking talk to everybody. <laughs> my backup account and I know I'm like you know what skip if you don't want to see yeah, it yeah. if you do fucking hang in there but it's just so hard to like cry on command and then yeah. you know fucking have a have a beginning a middle and an end it's in true. 10 minutes it's, it's like really true. hard to do that mm-hmm. that's actually how I started out was vlogging mm. so I did YouTube and that's where I got my following plus I was in webcam so I, that's where I got my two followings from and then you know Instagram and Facebook and all that shit and then mm-hmm. fucking TikTok came along but YouTube is a great p- platform to for people to really get to like know, know the inside you. of your family. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that as well. We do that on live. Like too. TikTok's not the place for it. Yeah, yeah. We, when we're on live, we get very open and raw. Yeah. And real. yeah, I love that. Yeah. So Amber, where did you grow up? Well, I was born in Florida. We moved to New York actually, and then um, to Minnesota. Minnesota. I was just there. Bro. I'm very sorry. I for was you. laughing so hard at that TikTok, bro. I was like, I feel feeling. you. I feel you. I get depressed. We when get I pneumonia every time we. Oh fly God! Back. I thought I was gonna get no, it. No, I really, swear to God, I was I'm so not exaggerating. Cold. The the cold depresses me. I'm not joking. It's depressing the, when you can't see the sky. There's something you feel like so claustrophobic and like caged in. Literally, we were depressed. Yeah, I no, it is depressed. I you can't, can't even leave the house. Yeah, you can't do anything. I don't know how people live there. I, I that's why I left. Yeah. So yeah. how long were you in Minnesota? I was in Minnesota for like 23 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bitch, you are a lifer. Very Almost. depressing. That's a lifetime. Well, my da- so my dad was in prison okay. in New York. And my mom was like, well, let's like get away from well, him. Let's, let's rewind. Okay. okay. So. <laughs> so about so, that. Yeah, yeah. So you were born in Florida. Mom yeah. and dad were together then or? um, No. Okay. He was from New York. I think she went down to live with her mom in, in Florida and okay. had me there. Then came back up to New York. Okay. Was so was dad in prison when you were born? No. Or? Okay. What did he do? In to and out, for? drugs, you know, theft. He was like a hitman at one point. Like right. my dad was deep into crime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom, I think she loved that badass, like, we all love criminals. Yeah. I don't know why, but, you know, that was each, each their own. I prefer felons. <laughs> <laughs> I married one, so. <laughs> no judgment. No, clearly. no, no. It's all we good. love Jelly Roll, so. Aw, yeah. daddy. Um, okay, so you, your dad was in prison, and then your mom took you to Minnesota? So yeah. your dad was, was your dad just in and out of your life? Did you have a relationship with him? At that time, yeah, he lived with us. He was just okay. in and out of prison all the time. Okay. And, so you got to see this firsthand as a child oh yeah the, my mom and him would fight to the point you know he broke her nose blood I, oh. I, I can i can remember all of like the trauma even six years and under i can it still flashes back often mm. um so she put us on a greyhound just my sister and her with the clothes on our backs and we came to minnesota mm. I can remember you still, it. You still didn't really get away from it right you didn't follow well it. my mom i think she told she was she had a trauma bond with him it was a toxic relationship very toxic yeah. so she ended up telling him where we were and Aww. he followed us back to minnesota so and he she grew up in like foster care systems because her her mom and couldn't let go of that relationship well it wow. was around like eighth grade he um it got so bad in the home that i was like I wasn't even getting showered at home. I wasn't eating. I wasn't. And people were noticing at school and like bullying me for it. Mm. So I remember like I was in a stall at school one day and I was like, how would you feel if you went home and didn't, you know, your parents were literally killing each other and had, you had nothing to eat. 
and they were like oh i had no clue like i'm so sorry and then told the principal and from there i went into foster care oh how are you feeling as a child was your sister with you no she also was in and out of foster cares as well yeah. She already had had a baby. She, at set fifteen, she got pregnant. Um, so I was home. I was I literally raised myself. They were never there. Mm-hmm. I was like this wanderer of a child. Mm-hmm. That's got to be so hurtful. You know, at this point, I I don't feel the hurt any longer because we've gone through like this spiritual awakening kind of journey thing to where I'm like, we get it. I get it. Right. Like I get. I can turn that pain into power. I get why it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now I have this wisdom and no one can ever judge a book by its cover. Like I can now share my stories and I can help people in the same situation and be like, bro, this is not, you're not a victim. This isn't isn't the end. You know? Yeah. Nope. If anybody agrees with that, it's me. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's our main thing is we we tell people you don't, you know, you don't don't have to be a victim to your trauma. You're not your trauma. You can get out of it. Ever. You know what I mean? Break those generational curses. Absolutely. Yeah. And I say, like, victim sounds like, you know, when you say victim, it's like you die to, you die, right? You die to it. You die Mm -hmm. to it. You're living. You're living. Don't allow it to hold you back Mm -hmm. to live. You know what I mean? You can still thrive. Mm -hmm. You can heal and become stronger. Make yourself proud. Yeah. Amen. You could get stuck there love it it literally is prison yeah getting no, stuck it is. there it's, it's like a mental hell yeah that people living in your own hell yeah when you give yourself that victim title it's just a loop that you put yourself on to just feel the abuse over and over and yeah, over it's again. like a dopamine hit right yeah right, like exactly drug. so it's just like you know if you want to break out of that you have to do something different and it's not true. dwell be uncomfortable and not feel sorry for yourself yeah you got to be uncomfortable healing is fucking very ugly. Yo, i'm telling you ugly I was, I was such a fucked up person before and this i was on social media i didn't meet her yet so whatever i got popular on social media I yeah had, i followed you first yeah and then I, I remember when she came on i was like hell yeah baby i was, I was excited <laughs> I, was like, I was like woo! Yeah, everyone pushed her you're the only one that was excited believe me <laughs> really no i was rooting for you guys no dude i love was it excited I'm oh, we had, we had some supporters that were rooting as some well. but like she was like in my face like i knew if i let her in and she was one of those people that like that she would be the one and i knew in my soul but i was in my victim mentality too and i was like i was such a i was just i knew i was i felt broken well let's let's rewind real quick so we left off where you were you know living in this household with religious trauma being groomed to serve a man which i feel like all little girls were all groomed in some sense i mean yours definitely probably more because of the religion and stuff like that but even you know american girls that's what we're taught is you know you get up and you serve your husband and you know unless you have a fucking crazy mom you know like me who's like no we don't need no man you yeah know, but you know our same, moms yeah back then we're like you know you yeah. fucking serve your man whatever mm-hmm. when when did you start realize it was so you said at five you started realizing that you liked girls yeah like take me on that journey too i was just quiet about it i never yeah. said a word i i always played with the boys i always like wanted to just hang the boys were just the ones i wanted to hang out with because mm-hmm. i was a tomboy so i never related to girly girls i right. never wanted to play barbies i never wanted to mm-hmm. play house i didn't give a shit so i just wanted to just play sports with the boys mm-hmm. and my parent my mom took it as like i w- i was interested in boys at oh. that time and i remember i would if she ever saw me with with a hanging out with the boys i would get like sometimes beaten for it or put in in a room and and sometimes i wasn't allowed to go outside anymore like it was bad so i remember keeping that a secret for a long time the i didn't come out to my to my mom until like i my second divorce where i had enough wow i I think they knew she was gay 
yeah, I think they did you, know. You know they knew. She, she would take me to like imams, like they, they're like priests. Yeah. In, in Mo- Trying to pray the gay away. In the Muslim uh, religion, they're priests. And I never knew what the hell she was doing. She always said that like I was cursed or something. Like, you want to take bad juju from me, you know, make, make me better. Right. I was like, okay. So like, <laughs> I would always end up these places with her and I never knew why but I she admitted like I, she admitted she married me off to my first husband <laughs> how old were you when she did that she, I was I was a senior in high school I, wow. I, I wasn't I was about to be 18 um, so you they had a man picked out for you already they did because my how it, old was it's he? like he was 23 I think okay. 23 or 24 I'm not sure tell her how I was at, uh, we, so my cousins, it was arranged. My cousins knew somebody and they just told my mom about it. Oh, he's a good guy. Great family, yada, yada. And they showed me a picture and my, I told my mom, I was like, absolutely not. I was like, hell no. You know, I'm like, that's absolutely not even just mm-hmm. the guy. He was I definitely mean, not my type either. Yeah. It's like, you, obviously you're, you're like still in high school. Yeah. You're yeah. not even I'm processing <laughs> like, Hey, I'm no. going to go be a wife no. and fucking have kids. And like, you're supposed to be wanting to go off to college. And yeah, I didn't get to, thing. I didn't even get to process that. First of all, know. being gay and then being shown this guy, you're like, yeah. And I was like, hell no. Did you have girlfriends through high school? I secretly? Did. Yeah. Okay. So people in high school had ideas that I had, I was interested, but I didn't really get, my parents weren't involved in my school stuff. You know how parents do yeah. get involved with, and no parents of like, yeah. my parents never got involved with anything. They were always working. So mm-hmm. I never, they so you never have kind of like a different life at school. Yeah. yeah and but her knew, sister you know, knew about it. My sister did. She was always supportive. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, so where was where so was then it? you met him at mcdonald's yeah no i did not meet what him the at hell no, no, you met him at, where was it applebee's no let me before <laughs> but before that my i said no and my father came downstairs and i remember he said you're gonna go and he threatened me he pretty much was like i'm gonna beat your ass you're going you have no choice until this day he'll tell you he had no involvement in that but he absolutely had involvement mm-hmm. in it don't um, you love how our parents gaslight us? No, they, they always gaslight like a us. Motherfucker, always, dude. and we're me and my dad are beefing right now because he's trying to tell me my childhood w- wasn't real. Oh yeah, and oh, I'm like, you well, were on delusion. my podcast just saying it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I think we're on the same page. Yep, cutting our parents off right oh, now. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I met the I went, we went to Applebee's and there's like 30 people there, his family members, my family members, and I'm just sitting there like in like. I don't want to be God, here. Applebee's Apple all fucking bees. Do you like, ever eat there now? No, I don't. I don't want to ever <laughs> see Applebee's again. Fuck Applebee's. For real. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, well, this will be over soon. I'll just go home and do my thing again. And then I end up home. I'm like, I'm, I didn't eat apples. There's 30,000 people staring at me, so I didn't even eat. Aww. And I went to McDonald's. I'm like, I was hungry. And when we got home, I went. I came back from McDonald's. And my mom was like, congratulations, you're engaged. And I'm like... God, that's so weird. So what creepy. a different way of life. Yeah. So it was like that. And then I was like engaged for like a year to this guy that I knew for like 20 minutes. I literally had no idea who this guy was or who as a person at all. During that think- year, did you guys like go on dates? Or- we did. I mean, I just went with it. I was not a very, I tried to pretend as much as I could. You can only pretend yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Like it was very hard for me to like show any affection or well, your gravitate to somebody I didn't want, yeah. you know, and I'm not, I also felt bad for him because it was unfair to him. I felt horrible for Did, things that I didn't create. Mm-hmm. Was you his know? parents part? Um, his parents arranged his it too. stuff too. Okay. Well, he made out like, I mean, I'm not trying to be a, a dick about it, but like, 
I ended up being the better looking of the two. Right. You know, like I yeah. really got the shit under the stick in that situation. <laughs> and by any means, I'm not a shallow person. But if I was going to no, marry a guy, I mean, like, girl, it's just, you're, yeah, you're I shouldn't get to choose. <laughs> I should have had a the point. You know, like I didn't. Yeah. And he was shorter than me and not, not hating on that either. But like it was <laughs> oh. very hard for me to connect at all to yeah, physicality when I, I was there's so much trauma you I were tried. just grasping onto yes. anything like anything not eyelashes like yeah. I really yeah that just, like, like anything his yeah. and I tried his humor I guess his humor even like, to this day she says this he was really he funny. was funny oh. so well, she I does try like, to take something nice yeah. out of I, he was and he was honestly straight up nice guy he, I never yeah. I never and I wouldn't even with my other ex like both of them they're they're genuine good guys like, we'll just get to the next so how long were you married to him i was married three years to him so and i got out of that situation because my cousin was married to his brother she's my first cousin and she ended up leaving that situation not even a year married because he was abusive mm. and mixing family like that in our culture is not good because once you get divorced there's no talking like right. it's done and i was mixed like that was my aunt's daughter so i was like i'm not gonna lose my family and not talk to my cousins or anybody mm-hmm. because of somebody i don't right. love anyway and you're also way out. For a way out yeah and, and, and i was like out. that was my way out and yeah. I, I i got out of that my parents are okay with me leaving that situation because mm-hmm. it was messy yeah were you a virgin when you married him a not vir- with a men yes. that way with, yeah with men yes 100 yes, percent, yeah, yeah. but not with women no okay gotcha because you had girlfriends in high yeah. school what how traumatic is that though to have to be made to sleep with a man i have sexual trauma we're still, still. healing through that oh. i still have sex to this trauma. day i feel like people don't talk about that enough you know like that is just first of all you're giving your body to somebody that you're a, a species you're not even attracted to. I mean, I can't stand men as it is, but I married one, you know? <laughs> but to be forced to be with somebody that you're one, not physically attracted to, two, there's no connection whatsoever. That's how are you feeling that night? Oh, I was scared. I was scared. I didn't even know what to do. Honestly, I was scared. Um, it was dark. I know the lights were, I wanted the lights off. I never wanted them on. Yeah. Um, it was quick. I know that. I mean, I didn't lose my virginity right away because he was very much like new to it as well. New. He's like, he's like, you know, he, yeah. He he ejaculated before he even went in. Me, you know, right, it was like right. one of those things. So it's like you're both new to it. I was like, okay, and, and then that was over, and 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 obviously repeated it's still until traumatic. It, mm-hmm. But it was never long, and which was nice. But I never wanted any. <laughs> the way she's trying to sugarcoat nice. it, like I don't. It's, still, it's just her way. Of I understand her them. coping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I never wanted him to touch me in areas. Right. I was always like, no, no, no. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And he was okay with it. He didn't fight. But he also started becoming insecure. Oh. Because did you it. do you think he was catching on to the fact that maybe you Oh yeah, somebody like, outed people me in high school. Oh, somebody that no. knew that I was married to him, which is fucked up. Outing people is the most fucked up thing yeah, you can do because no one that's knows no fair. No. someone's life because there's a reason I didn't come out. Yeah. yeah, There's a reason someone doesn't come out. Yeah. They don't feel safe. And for you to out somebody and say, oh, yeah, but she was gay Especially in high in school. Especially in your culture, you, they could be like jeopardizing yeah. your life. I mean, life. I got threatened my whole life. My dad would describe to me and my siblings what he would do to us if we ever strayed off path like and he mm. would leave he'd be like i'm gonna go back to macedonia and they'll never catch me like those that's traumatizing yeah absolutely you know so yeah. it took a lot for me to be where i'm at today and and, and speak on things and be myself absolutely. but that sexual trauma it's still something it's, it, that it, we even we, struggle with yeah like getting her to like even enjoy her body or like mm. to not disassociate right? yeah you know sometimes i do disassociate yeah. accidentally 
Well, I don't it's your try it's to. your brain. Yeah, your it's brain. My... It's not you have no control over it. Your brain is just going to shut off automatically. Mine yeah. does that too with certain things. We've so. been doing like me- like tantric meditations and like trying to oh. heal her chakras and yeah. it's helping. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is very, doing a lot of Well, acknowledging well, you need to heal. That's the problem. important part. <laughs> and healing is long, it's it dirty, it it's is. messy. You have to reopen those wounds so that they can literally close back up, heal, scar, exactly. and then disappear. And it takes a fucking long time, dude. It well, that's the thing is, like, when we first got together, like, I, she had a psychic tell her that I was going to open her Pandora box. And it mm. was, like, all the shit she'd been hiding for so long from the world, I was going to make her face it. I didn't even know what that was. And I did. I realized what it was once, once that floodgate opened. Yeah, being an empath, it's, like, I loved her internally even on the outside when she was putting up this wall the wall that i put up we almost we almost broke up many Many times times. let's get to that (laughs) hold on real quick so amber let's bounce back to you so you go away in foster care yeah take me on this journey now i went to foster care at 12 i believe um and i started just rebelling horribly oh yeah absolutely like with drugs sex like all of it at 12 at 12 wow yeah I and I mean all my friends were doing it so right. like I wanted somewhere to fit in yeah. and that's how I fit in with them the and outcasts always yes accept. and yeah. I was just numbing you know it gave me I was drunk off of we used to drink like moonshine like mm. rubbing alcohol yeah at 12 oh. years old <laughs> oh, like sick. falling downstairs like but even younger my the first time I got drunk was eight years old with my sister because she was she'd have to bring me to every party she'd eight go years to. old eight years old you're drinking at wasted. eight years old that is insane. She had no guidance, clearly. Golly. I was raising myself. When I say that, I truly did it. All on my own. Yeah. They'd come home at like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. They'd be drunk fighting. And I had done everything on my own until that, that point, you know? Mm. So I think up until like... No, I definitely was rebelling all through high school. I went into foster, a really good foster care, though, in like ninth grade. And um, although they were really good, I was still rebelling, well, you know, hard. Yeah, a lot of hurt. Yeah. A lot of pain. Yeah. So... um after I graduated I went down a even worse path like drugs and you know I should I should be dead right now I'm actually surprised that I'm not I say that all the time I don't know how <laughs> I I'm literally almost got kidnapped at one point I can do <laughs> twice I, I, I got into some guy's car he had no, <laughs> no handle way. on the inside of his car door and I, I I can remember being awake enough to be like telling him my whole life story so that he'd feel bad enough for me and you know Aww. walked home in the winter with no How shoes on were you in this guy's car i was like 17 he was mm-hmm. an older guy oh they're always fucking perverts mm-hmm. and re- he had no no apparently he had no handle yeah no car just door no, handle no car door handle mm-hmm. to get um, out. just bad intentions. in college it was very bad like I, I was raped at a party one time because i my drinking was so bad i would just black, black out. out wherever you were everywhere mm-hmm. and at that time i felt guilty for it i felt dirty for the things that i was doing even though i wasn't responsible for a lot of the shit that was happening we're never responsible for the trauma that other people inflict on absolutely. us absolutely we're left to fucking pick up the pieces and learn how to deal with it absolutely and as a child you're not equipped with those coping skills and no coping but you get ridiculed for it everyone right. on the outside's like oh They'll you're just a you. whore you're just dirty you, you know you shouldn't have been drinking you shouldn't have been wearing that. which puts you even to a deeper depression you're going to yeah. want to drink more and you're just going to continue to make bad decisions and bad choices which yeah. is what i was doing mm. um so i started actually i was dating girls in college as well 
and then um, yeah so when did you know that you were interested i was in always girls? i was having sex with girls in middle school too yeah me too i was banging my neighbor <laughs> i made her put socks in i her, loved what you said i made her put socks in her pants oh yeah we were all grinding on each other i had a foursome when i was like 12 years old no listen we can compare stories later regina i'm sorry regina actually reached out to me and was like can you please stop talking about me on the podcast i'm like nobody knows it's you she's like they all know it's me i'm your fucking neighbor i was your neighbor forever i'm like no okay yeah no i get it no i my first love was boy george like i mean i have i I get it yeah no i and i still love dudes that wear makeup like it's the weirdest shit ever it's not weird it's not weird weird at all i love it i love it my husband thinks it's crazy he's like you married me and i'm like well you know i love you but i fell for your soul (laughs) yeah exactly not for your and that's okay it's very true too absolutely there's souls yeah there's all ways of like loving no just looks or yeah absolutely so many different ways no for sure so you knew just as a kid that you like I was girls a very too. free spirit yeah very free very loving very I wanted to be loved so I was I just experimented all the way around yeah. and so I actually met the guy that I married in high school and mm. he was horrible for me mm. horrible shocking the one story, shocking and the one story <laughs> she told me please stop I'm gonna tell the story <laughs> I want to hear she told me she had one of those babies from class and you had to take care of it. It was like part of class. <laughs> yeah. And she just ended up with the baby at his, his house his with a bunch house. of his friends. I don't know. And she said he took the baby and then he threw it with his friends across the room. I was like, you don't think that was like your <laughs> that was the red, first flag? red flag? Like, yeah. That's not. <laughs> okay. Not I was a little dumb back then. <laughs> Clearly. I wasn't quite thinking straight. <laughs> she was like, "Ooh, that turns me on yeah. the way the way he flips Let's that just baby throw around." Some yeah, <laughs> love it. Craziest so, part is that he went to the same like college that I did, or mm-hmm. the same area, and um, we ended up, you know, dating in college. And the reason I dated him was because at least you went to college, though. I went, to, I went to college on a full ride scholarship for wow. vocal performance. I was, I was talented. So I, you sing? I am. Yeah, I'm a singer. Sing, I don't sing, sing a little much. bar for no, us. No, no, we're good. Please? We're not gonna, No, I cannot no, sing on command. I can't. Do it. I can't. I can't. She's so good. I on love it. She makes you get emotional. On another time. Aww. She's really good at it. Yeah. She gets shy though. She's not. I love that because nobody would know that about you. She sings. She used to sing on live all the time for her. Her when before me. That's how I. That's how I caught. I her have on live. horrible <laughs> stage fright. So I could never have even been a performer. I, I don't even it. know what I was thinking. I mean, but. you got a full ride, baby. You were doing something right. <laughs> I was. I definitely knew what I was. I was such a nerd when I came. I engulfed myself in in anything music in high yeah. school. Yeah, it was your escape. It definitely was my escape. So you met your first husband. Yes, I met him in high school, and then he we started the dating baby, again. And you in guys college. got married that. But he night? was like this quiet. No, <laughs> <laughs> he was this quiet kid. Like he didn't. He didn't fight me on anything. Like he stayed around. Yeah. You know, everyone else just wanted to fuck and be like, you're a whore, you know, whatever. He just stuck, he stuck around. And for me, that felt like safe for safety. Yeah. So no, I felt safety, like love. Abandonment. It wasn't love on either end. Right. Mm-hmm. But if to you being in the... He was my friend and it felt safe. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like crazy or anything. So that's where so I So when did you guys get married? We got married when I was 21. Mm-hmm. I got pregnant at 18 with twins and I lost them. Mm. And um, it was very, very rocky. Like we definitely had a lot of, I had a lot of trauma. So I was not meant to be in a relationship. Right. Um, But we stuck it out. We stuck it out for 13 years. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. He knew I was gay, however. Right. So (laughs) how did he know you were gay? Oh, I told him. Okay. 
But I, I think he thought I was bisexual. Right. Because I wasn't like, it was openly like, like I'm gay. Yeah. Right. I was just like, I love I women like... and I want to fuck women all the time. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, he thought it was kinky. Right. You know? Yeah, men sexualize us. He definitely Always. did. Yeah. But he knew in the back of his mind and it made him insecure for sure. Mm. It definitely did because he knew. Let's bounce back to you, Rhea. So when somebody outed you, what happened then? Somebody outed after that. My life was hell. Right. He was watching my every move. My my ex-husband, my first ex-husband, he would follow me to my other jobs. He would make sure like whoever I had as even girls as friends weren't like like wow. somebody I was interested. So my life was miserable after that. Like you were it, like more under a microscope than when you lived yeah, with Yeah, and then I had like I I, w- I couldn't do much anymore like I I could have before. So they really these people who outed me really fucked with my life after mm-hmm. like Why yeah. did they do that? Do you know? Just some jealous It was some people. kid. It was some fucking kid. This guy, I don't know why this kid. He did it twice to me. Right. He uh-huh. outed me with him and then he outed me with my f- second my ex- second ex-husband. Because he he's a barber. He ended up having a haircut by my second hu- husband at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, he, he found out that was my husband. He's like, yeah, I, I heard she was into girls. And like, and then that became, and then with him, it was easier to like deny. And, you know, because I was, I tried harder with him. Right. Like in a relationship, I was Sorry. more um, involved in the relationship. I'm Sorry. I love the dog. Yeah, I love the dog. But yeah, it's just. It when, was easier with him. When they outed you the first time, did your family hear about it too? My family did not hear about it, but in, my family always knew. They just didn't want to. They just didn't admit it. And accept they didn't it. want to admit it, and I, they never heard me say it. So to them, it wasn't real. Right. So they really like hoped that it would go away. Like it was one of those things that you could just like choose. You know what yeah. I mean? But when you got out of the marriage, I think they knew. So they even kept her even more prisoner oh, that's how after it, she got yeah. out of yeah, the marriage. Yeah, so your your sister, right, was married mm-hmm. to the... Cousin. Cousin. My cousin was cousin married was to his brother. To the brother, okay. So once we got divorced, my life fucking hit the... Like I was 21. And this is like the, the time of your life, right? You should right. be... Like finally, I'm free. Yeah. Like, and I wasn't. I was mm. back in this house where living it again. But as a 21 year old, mm-hmm. you were forced to go back home, or you just kind of had no choice. I had no choice. I okay. hadn't. I, I I wasn't. I didn't go to college. Right. They didn't let me go. I didn't. You know. It, well, let's be real, because in her culture, it's like very traditional to take care of your your parents. Right. And especially with the trauma bond that they had, she was there. She was their comfort too, mm. and the control as toxic as it was, yeah. as toxic as it was, she still felt responsible for them as well. I so like that. there was this horrible trauma bond going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Mm. Um, but yeah, so my parents didn't let me have friends. I wasn't allowed to have a phone at the time either. Um, I I was going at to school at the time. I started this like medical assisting program. I'm like anything fast so I can make some income. And it's like, whatever, professional, it's a cool career, whatever. So I did that, and they drove me and picked me up, brought me to a restaurant we owned at the time. It was a pizza place. I went from school there to there, went back home at like midnight, and it was a vicious cycle of that mm. all the like time. Groundhog I had, Day. yeah, I had that was my schedule. I had no life outside of school and, and restaurant. And that was literally like where I'm like, I need to find a dude. I need to find some guy on Facebook. And I was like, mom, how do you expect me to find a guy if you guys won't let me have a phone, mm-hmm. no social media? And then that's when they're like, oh, that's true. So my they let me have like social media and a phone. And I met Frank 
I met him. Frank. Her second husband. My second. My ex's name is Frank. Really? That's hilarious. Frank. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Frank. Uh, dang. He was supposed to be just my boyfriend and like just to be like away, just to say I have a boyfriend and yeah. let me be free mm-hmm. and like them chill out. But that did not work in my favor. And I just had gotten divorced. I met Frank. I was divorced like three months, really. And then my parents and Frank, they were all like, well, we, you got to get married. It's You can't just stay. Was Frank in your culture too? Yep. Okay. You got to get married. He's like, I can't. He's very much like a little bit old school culture type mentality mm-hmm. with him. So he kind of like, they all persuaded me to like, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, just do it. I'm like, I'll, have, I'll still have more freedom at Frank's house. I'm like, he has no mom. I didn't have an evil mother-in-law like the last one, right? So she's overseas. I was like, I'll be home. I'll still have my freedom. And that didn't pan out well either because his mom ended up coming from overseas living with us. Oh, God. So I was living with monster in law. Which, when I tell you, like, demon, demon. Like, she was so nasty to me for no... She just did not like me. He didn't have... His father died when he was two, so it was just her. And she had this attachment to her son. Mm. Since then, I don't know, but, like... She'd make her clean out the cupboards pregnant, like, get up on the cabinets and, like, take all the stuff down and clean them while she's pregnant. So this is your baby daddy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I had... I had... had, uh, My first pregnancy with him, and I was eight months pregnant, I remember... And I remember she used to make me do the craziest things just to watch me like suffer. Suffer. Ew. She loved it, and I would just do it because I didn't want to argue. And I, I, I was looking and seeking so much validation, so much love. Like I wanted some to, to just to be loved. I never felt that ever. Yeah. So I, was, I would do anything. And then at, at one point, uh, I lost the baby. I, mm. I, I, she was stillborn. Yeah, I had a stillborn at, oh, no. I, yeah. at eight months. Yeah, she, uh, it was from listeria. It was like bacteria. I must have eaten something. And that guilt ate me for a very long time because oh. I felt responsible. I'm like, I ate something that caused my child to die, and it's my fault. And, and I could then, not grieve that. And that carried on to her 10 years later. Mm-hmm. We're still healing that. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, I, I couldn't dead, imagine so. carrying a baby that long and then... Yeah, I had everything. I had the nursery. Yeah. I had the clothes. I had the name picked And up. she made her throw away all of her stuff. The mother-in-law made her throw away all she the baby stuff. She told me to stop crying. She couldn't keep any of it. She's like, it's enough. You'll have another one. It's not the end of the world. Made her like, get pregnant right away after. Evil woman. Yeah, she was, I'm telling you. Is she's she still very... alive? Yeah, but yeah, they sent her back to her, her. His new wife... Special place in hell. His new wife sent her back... To where she belongs. Back home because that's where she was living first. She was living in Macedonia. Yeah. And she was getting almost same treatment because she has her own daughter yeah. from a previous marriage. She was treating that daughter I like a like stepchild. Like, job you're not my sure. blood. Yeah. So she was being cruel to that little girl and that mo- the mom had enough and she shipped her ass back. Good for her. Yeah. So I'm that like, lady yeah. deserves that, it. That was Agreed. coming to her. Yeah, so for sure. So she made you get pregnant right away again. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to. Right. It wasn't her. It was just me, to kind of help I just the hurt. not even just the hurt. I I, I felt lonely when I lost the baby. I felt suicidal. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck does God want for me at this point? Like you got me doing. I'm doing everything you want. I'm with this man. I'm not not doing these sins. You know, not being gay. I'm doing whatever I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a child, and you took that from me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, at this point, I was like, fuck God. I was like, there, are you even real? Like I started like. I'm like, what's the purpose of life? Mm-hmm. And I really came to this really like dark place at one point where I like, I was ready to shove a bottle of pills and just call it a day. Yeah. And then like this voice inside of me was like, Rhea, don't do it. 
Rhea, don't do it. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's like you have a, a purpose here. Like it you was, like for some reason, like whatever was going on in my head, it was I'm gonna play my intuition, something I don't know, it was mm-hmm. telling me don't do it. And I just stuck. I just stuck with that. Like I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll just keep keep going. I'll see, you know. And, and then you had Ayla. Then I got pregnant like two or three months later after I lost the first baby. And I didn't I didn't even think about it anymore because I was so hurt. But I wanted a baby so bad to fill this like void in my heart. Like I had love. no purpose. Yes. And I just wanted to be happy. And I never felt happiness. I didn't know what the fuck happy felt like. Yeah. Because I was always depressed. I was mm-hmm. always right. in a dark place. So I just, and even when I had the baby, I was still like empty in a way. Mm-hmm. I still felt like I wasn't myself. I'm like this. It doesn't feel right because you weren't living your authentic. No, it, and then and that's when my daughter was my whole purpose of why I like wanted to stop everything. I was like, they treat me like shit here. No one sticks up for me. I was like, and I don't want my daughter to see that. And I'm like, my daughter's never gonna know who I really am. I don't even know who I really am. I was like, so how do I how do I raise a kid like that? Mm-hmm. It's just like this whole like I had a, an epiphany mm-hmm. moment for my daughter. I just, how old was she when you got out? She was not even two years old. She was like a year and a half, maybe. Oh, good. So you like had her. Yeah, and, and just I, I just couldn't started I, a plan yes. to leave because I, did, I I never wanted to be yeah like my parents either. I never I wanted to give her something I never experienced ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I never wanted to pass trauma to her that I had, mm-hmm. and I just I wanted her to see something I never saw. Yeah. So, so you guys both share in losing children. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that you guys are living common. two parallel lives. We do. And I truly believe in like soulmates or like yeah, twin flames. And absolutely. I truly believe she's my twin flame. Like mm-hmm. our souls cut in half. Like mm-hmm. we even kind of look alike if people say it. No, I've been sitting here looking at you guys. Like, <laughs> do say twin flames are like supposed to like never, never last. No, with, like, that's not no, true. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's and not that's, true. That's the misunderstanding yes. that society has made. Misconception. Twin, twin flames can't, you, of course you're going to meet, you guys are going to go through some shit like that, but you can also heal together i agree and you can stay together and longevity jay and i split we had a separation whenever we first got together but you were meant to be and we got back together twin flames can become soulmates and i believe that full wholeheartedly and i also believe it because there's so many things that have fallen into place that just wouldn't make sense otherwise like her her baby's due date her first baby is my birthday it's her birthday i take it as what are the odds of my first when she told me and i was like holy shit like maybe ava sent her to me you know definitely oh my god this is this is yeah this is her is the yeah. right if, and always felt right with her the i first, was just afraid of her. her first marriage date was my son's birthday wow her, yeah my first there's just yeah, too, my, many, my, too many too many dates. cities and yeah, nothing just like happens s- by chance numerology yeah. is a huge thing in people's I lives i believe too, it if you guys oh, yeah. break those down so after you lost the twins when did you have you have two kids right yeah correct okay and it's with the same no, i have three you have three yeah okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we forgot about that. So many. No, I'm just kidding. Um, when did you get pregnant next? After when I that? was tw- um, 20. Okay. So I had my first daughter when I was 21. Okay. Like I was pregnant while we got married. We, we had a destination wedding, and I remember the day we got married. I bawled. Oh. I cried so hard. Like I knew I shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. But I had this. That's all I had. Yeah. There was going no. I had no family. There was. This is all I had. Right. And your dad's already locked up at this time. My mom is toxic, going through other relationships and horrible. You're just running, really running on empty, just trying to figure out like a robot life. Yep. Yeah. Like a robot. And then when were the other babies born? Later on down the road. Yeah. So Cavell was born like three years later. Okay. And then Sire was born. He was a noopsie baby. 
Um, but he's the reason I got out of the relationship. I love that name, Sire. Thank you. I had a dog named Sire. I love it. It's the I king. I love it too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he was my like catalyst for my spiritual awakening. Yeah. I remember just laying in bed and like so depressed. I used to drive down the street and just want to fucking swerve into the other lane and be mm. like, you know, my kids would be taken care of. Like I wouldn't have to like just suffer anymore. Yeah. And I couldn't even be a mom. I couldn't get out of bed. And I'm like, these kids need me. And they, they don't have me just pretending to be the soccer mom faking my shit every single day. Yeah. And I had lost who I was in, in the making of it. Yeah. And so I told him, I'm like, bro, like I need a girlfriend so that I can like find something inside of me to like spark me again. I Otherwise, feel I feel alive. I need to feel alive so my kids can have a mom again. And he's like, okay. Um, he said, yeah, to that. So I found a girlfriend. And then when he realized that like, it wasn't Maria's for face. him when he realized that i couldn't i wasn't sharing her with him then he was like no oh because he was like he thought we were sharing it sunk in like this was real life she's not into me she's into them yeah. you know like okay gotcha yeah so then i asked for a divorce awesome and how was he was he like fuck he no was or? pissed at me oh I'm he, sure. he called me like a master manipulator he's like you're not the mom you used to be oh just trying to hurt you all nasty shit yeah yeah definitely angry so when did you get divorced from a year and a half is when you left yeah from after Frank? after yeah. you had your baby a year and a half is when you left yeah i was married Frank. to him for five years uh-huh. so it was like first marriage three years and then frank right after that was another five years so a good portion of my life was dedicated yeah. to these marriages with men yeah and that was hard but i do see why like i have my daughter and yeah. I, I would do it all she motivated again. you yeah. to oh, get the fuck yeah. out of there and break she did I, so you I, left. that's that's what it, it i never knew it was that i right. didn't know what the hell I don't trauma think we was all knew it what, what we were the, doing until f- we we're in the middle of it and we're like Dude, holy we don't shit know what the makes hell sense tra- now yeah. and then now we know like she taught me these things i'm like i didn't know that that's trauma i thought i got out of this fucking life i'm like oh wow like i got out i didn't need therapy i didn't no. need medication like oh i made it and then this one comes into my life and she's like you surprise have? bitch yeah like, no 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 we're gonna face all oh, no, this shit all together it, and i'm like what do you mean i gotta heal i'm fine i i didn't realize <laughs> i tucked everything under yeah mom, and i didn't really face. so when did you guys okay so ria i you you got on social media and mm-hmm. you got a pretty big following i think i started following you a couple years ago how long have you guys been together like two years two, two years half. okay so i i followed you right before you guys mm-hmm. got together i think i had even talked to you about coming on the podcast or something um so take me through this journey you get on tiktok you blow up you're like fucking tiktok's most eligible you know the little lesbian yeah yeah i'm trying to learn people's terminologies and i never want to insult you You can say lesbian okay okay lesbian okay gotcha um yeah i I, my daughter got my it was during the pandemic my daughter was just like mom let's get on tiktok and i'm like like, same yeah yeah i don't want to but fine and it started with me making fun tiktoks with my daughter and then I, i saw this tiktok i'm like i saw somebody do some cool ass transition i'm like i'm gonna try it i did it and it just blew up i'm like holy shit i'm like what do I do? I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that was an accident. But then I started just like still feeding making, into, feeding it. into yeah. it, like yeah. being like this thirst trap lesbian. Mm-hmm. And that eventually became a thing where like, I'm like, well, I, I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. Like, I was like, I'm, I have, there's more to me than yeah. just like, it felt like yeah. no substance. And to then it. people were asking me in my comment section about my story. And I'm like, maybe I should just tell them. I was like, mm-hmm. why not? Let me just tell them like, 
a glimpse a of glimpse it. of it because you can't really tell your story on just one video yeah. you know that right like. yeah so i was like all right i'll just do a little glimpse so i did that and it just skyrocketed mm -hmm. even more like yeah. people just were Started a whole so, movement like like it just sparked something in people to like motivate people to be themselves and like you know they they saw what i went through and then where i am they're like holy shit this girl's confident yeah. little do they know like i was also like still a traumatized that person behind traumatized the scenes that i didn't even baby. know we're all but i, I was out. faking it till i made it yeah. I clearly like um, well that's actually a trauma response too is you know faking it till you make it yeah. it's like everything's great on the outside but on the inside we're really fucking yeah. falling apart you know and i couldn't even talk about my story like mm -hmm. it was hard fully. for me fully because i would i would turn blossy red and my mm -hmm. i would get my like it's like i felt it all over again mm -hmm. and so clearly i never heal right right so now i talk about it it's like i'm so numb to it like i don't rem like i don't feel the feelings i felt then well because you're talking healed. about it as therapeutic yes, alone really you is. know and just telling people your story and just being able to see how many people you touch with your story too has got to be healing and she wants to act Ooh. humble but listen this girl has changed so many lives like yeah. thousands when i tell you people will be like i like i've came out because of you i'm brave like i i'm not homophobic any longer towards my children like yeah. she's really changed people's lives and their mindset and she'll never like she'll never take it she just I, doesn't I see it i don't mm -hmm. and it's not that i don't see it it's like uh, you deserve that though I, yeah that's, the that's thing. why she doesn't that, feel deserving all those of days it. that you I were just feel like it's still not enough all those days that you were laying in bed wondering why you were still here this is yes, why you're that's still that here that little voice in my head all yeah, the time telling no, me no for sure this i just is why feel like here. i should she's I like feels like she needs to do you. more and i'm like baby you just being you and and like sharing your wisdom with people is all you need to do yeah just be yourself you're changing lives just by being you yeah yeah so that's been i love it that's been my journey no i think it's amazing amber mm -hmm. you were on social media also yes, okay tell I me was. about your journey i started like before way before her like years i did yeah. youtube i used to do mukbangs as oh, well okay. like i never say it right i always say mukbang <laughs> i say mukbangs too <laughs> and she think it's mukbang yeah <laughs> like really specific yeah, yeah, yeah. she won't even let me watch those <laughs> i deleted them she so don't let me watch them. i think there's nothing cool about watching anybody eat but people love it dude i've they, i've done them too i've done a few on my yeah, youtube too they love it yeah and no, i was like i couldn't eat during my pregnancy and it was watching them made me want to eat so i started doing them i was like if i can help people fuck yeah yeah so i did i did that and i was doing like um selling makeup whatever so i had my own shit like empowering women whatever and then she comes along <laughs> she's like, empowering women whatever <laughs> whatever you know all that cool stuff <laughs> you guys know what the fuck i'm talking about exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then um she comes on my for you page and i my sister and me were sitting in our kitchen and i was, she like, was like hello i was like have baby. you seen this girl and she's like oh yeah and i was like i'm gonna marry her Aww. and she's like okay <laughs> you psychopath you can't just say you're gonna marry someone you don't know that's called manifesting yeah exactly she did that. that's exactly what i did mm -hmm. actually and um manifesting her. works ladies i tell you guys we this manifest all the everything we have yeah everything yeah. everything and i swear by it i think that's why the the money thing i'm trying to let that go so it doesn't become like a blockage yeah i'm just trying to teach something. her to like just don't worry about like the money as much as your freedom and your happiness yes. because yes. money comes it's energy my it's husband's energy. had to teach me that yeah too. yeah yes. he's the one who taught you that it's yes. just I love you both probably teach each other you do. you do because you feed off each other is mm -hmm. such a, he squanders yeah and i'm like he calls me a cheapskate i'm yeah. not a cheapskate because i will she definitely kind that's of true <laughs> i will spend money but like i'll it has to have a purpose and a reason you're and, too. And, you know like you're so but yeah no he he's always She's Jelly Roll. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though. We need that, though. It's true. It's a healthy balance. Really is a healthy balance. And Absolutely. I always just do it. It's, it's like energy. Fine. 
Yeah. No. I just want to stop. You want to just stop it. But the thing is, is like to get to you. that place though, with this type of energy, I can't just say it and act like I've been born with a silver spoon because I haven't. No, I've done the work. I've done like the that. healing. I've done, you know, we've done what it takes to be to the point where I'm healthy enough to now say, I know I'm worthy yeah of being, all of the blessings yeah and everybody like is me. I had every ex- single person i had to explain to fucking tiktok the other day why i fucking hired a chef for my family of course you have the first to, time i could ever hire up. a chef for my family you should and i had to fucking explain that to people and i was like you i don't, don't know you don't have to. to i was like i don't know if you guys know well i feel like as um i don't i don't like using the word influencers i feel like I people that are on the internet like us that share our lives with people we do owe certain explanations and I don't mind giving it yeah. to people. If I have time, I'll tell people. I address what I want to and I don't address I understand what I don't that. want to, you know? But I also I feel saw like... you gave somebody a job. That's you, amazing too. But yeah. using the word influencer, I feel like it's used throw... very lightly. Like it's used very broadly. Right. And I feel like not a lot of people deserve that title. the title of influencer because what are you influencing right are you actually making a difference a change are you like Absolutely. giving people something to yes. like grow on or Agreed. are you just spewing money out and and something Flashing that's not even attainable like Paul nobody is atta- right. it's not attainable for other people it, right. it's so false I, right. I just feel like i will take the term influencer because i give it a good name yeah I love that. I've yeah. never looked at it that way. So yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the fun part where okay. everybody Us. wants to know. Yeah. Let's talk about. I always tell it wrong. How you? Okay. Well, now we're gonna we're gonna fucking set. <laughs> we're gonna way better storyteller. She's a better storyteller, and I always tell it wrong because I'm so I I am very adamant that I, she's the one who DMs. She first. also has ADHD Aww. and she bounces around <laughs> and she can't stay on topic. So I'm like, baby, just let. Me. <laughs> Fine. All it. right. How did you guys meet? Okay, so, so you looked, you saw her, you said, I'm going to marry her. I did. And I, fo- I followed her. She followed me back. And I was in a live one. I was on live one day just singing to my followers. Like, we were all vibing. <laughs> mm-hmm. She pops in and she's like, you're so hot. <laughs> and I was seeing somebody at the time. So I couldn't really say anything because they were in the live. So I was just like. <laughs> was it another female? Or? It was okay. a toxic ass. I did not know this, by the way. I'm not that person. She didn't. And whatever. I am not. A, I will never yeah. hit on. I would never do that. I, I, I it was, actually it found was it innocent. icky. It was innocent. It was innocent. She didn't know anything. Yeah, I had no idea. She, she was quiet about that. So well, I did. It's I just all about smirked intention. at it. Yeah. Yes. You know, and your intention was good. Yeah. yeah she you wasn't were, trying to overstep yeah. boundaries. Yeah. I definitely did not know. So. Yeah, let me make that clear. She just wants to clarify. Clarify, guys. So anyway, she uh, she's not out here snatching <laughs> snatching bitches from people. She could, but she wouldn't. I would never. So yeah, anyway, I was like, you know, smirking at, at her or whatever, and so eventually, me and this girl stopped talking, and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna shoot my shot. And I she did. She would duet me. I duetted her a couple times. We and would flirt in those comment sections. Our, and fans then our fans would tag us in each other's shit. They're like, you guys would be perfect together. Aww. They were egging it on. They're like, Rhea, just give her your number. Amber, just give her yours. Somebody give somebody's number. Like, <laughs> I think we- I remember when this was going. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I um, I made like this thirst trap. And because she had done a thirst trap of her back. And so I made one of my back. And I was like, this is for the femmes. And so I tagged her in it on Instagram. And I was like, maybe this will catch your attention. And she's like, about time. <laughs> she gave, she, we she gave, gave each other our numbers. Yeah. And then we finally talked. But then she, we were talking for like a day, but I was answering her every like six hours. And she wasn't into that. Why? Why were, were you she just was still like she get? wasn't she wasn't very ready. She wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And right. she didn't know who to like trust at the time I either. Because all these girls oh. were throwing themselves at my her. Lie. People were in my you know, DMs like 
trying but to convince me. But that was the me. difference between me and them. Like, they were, like, sending nudes, like, playing with themselves, like, dirty-ass shit. Golly, so every, right off the bat. You could never, you would never believe this, the shit that I saw. Listen, in I'm yet. pretty horny, but I don't even do that. No, they were very, <laughs> okay. they were sending her, like, letters, like, like, telling, like, telling her they could cook. Like, I can, I'll make, she had boxes they were trying of to, fan trying letters. To boxes of boxes. Of what they would do for Did me. you date anybody from the DMs? No, I, I had a crazy ex right before I blew up. She hacked my shit, deleted, deleted everything. everything. This was right when I blew up. Deleted. I had to restart, and then I, I got all wow. my followers. It came back. right back. Like, she deleted. She got so jealous. Um. Yeah. Yikes. But yeah, that was. So, so I was like, I never. You were gun shy. Yeah. So I was she like, was shy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we started talking for like a day, and um, she would text me back like every six hours, and I was like, yo. I don't have time for this. I'm a grown woman. I have three children. Absolutely. Like, I'm not in this to play games. Mm-hmm. So, like, when love, you have... Love that you put that boundary up. Yeah. She I was did. like, so <laughs> if you ever, like, have time or, like, you want to see if this could go somewhere, awesome, I'll be here. I thought that was so hot. <laughs> I did. I'm like, this that. bitch. I'm like, she she said this to me. I'm like, no one's ever, ever never said that to me. <laughs> I was like, she knows what she wants. It made it hot. I'm like, yeah. she's in the, like, she, she's, like, good without me, clearly. I'm like, she doesn't need me, which made me attracted to that right so i'm like she's not here to use me clearly she just yeah. wants my attention she wants to get to know me and I'm yeah i wanted her. to get to know her so i was like i let i let her we left it off that way yeah I did still, you text her back when she said that she no did. she was like i appreciate that she's like I, yeah, yeah. it was kind about it. i was like and i actually thought she did it so polite and not rude and not made me she didn't make me feel like an asshole Aww. like she was so kind about it she understood she's like i get it you're on social media and you're popular like i understand so it really like she she had a resonated soft spot in my heart for mm-hmm. that. So, so like two weeks later, I saw I saw this video of like Megan Fox and M- MGK, and she had a thing for Megan <laughs> I, Fox. At Megan the time. Fox was yeah. my so crush I sent her this. Was like, yo, have you seen this? She looks so hot in this video. And then she's like, you should come see me in Connecticut. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, you know what? She, the fact that she's still texting me just to share a song with me, I'm like, she's still thinking about me. And I also like was thinking about her too and i love that she did that yeah so i was like you know what just come down she's like well i can't because i'm like i will pay for your damn but ticket. i also said she also said i just so you know like i'm not gonna just come fuck you you're not yeah, gonna she pay, thought I you're not gonna pay to... me to come to connecticut just to fuck you like i'm not that kind of girl <laughs> yeah oh, you're my spirit animal she's like i'm coming yeah i'm coming she set that boundary too and yeah. i was like spicy i know i was like i'm like the fact that you even thought that was a thought of course i thought that because why wouldn't i maria's like i was thinking i was that, thinking but i'm not it, gonna tell you exactly she said that too. she's like well clearly i was thinking about it <laughs> all right so did you go yeah yeah it's okay. three weeks later but in the meantime we were texting back a lot and you, were, you weren't texting back no. every six hours no no okay. it, it, we, i started to text more and actually i let her in the thing how i let her in was one one of the nights after she, she um texted me the song i think it was the ne- next day or something. We're talking all night and we had to go to bed. It was so no, late. there's three days later. Three days? But we also were talking about like our childhood trauma. Like we were definitely opening up to each other, like telling her, each other about our lives. And like yeah. we really connected at that point. We're, like, I let her in. Okay, we're both real fucking people. Like we both have real shit that we've been through. We're not just like these pretty faces. I love you that know? you guys could trust each other. Right like away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I made her open up. The, no, the funny thing is I had this intuition. I I, I don't I didn't know what the hell it was. I gave you a safe something space. Something right. told me to tell talk to her let her in stop stop stopping her from like getting to know you so in that safe space she shut down like after she started talking about her trauma she shut down and Mm. she's she put this wall up and i was like okay well maybe we can talk about this like tomorrow so we hung up the phone at like 3 a.m i wake (laughs) up and then at the moment i wake up i get a text from her 
she's like are you awake I pick I, up I pick up my <laughs> phone and I was like yeah I'm awake and she, we literally at I that said, moment fell in love with I each other I fell in love with her at that moment because I'm like I'm for some reason I missed her and I'm like I, I hope she's awake because I don't know <laughs> we were, I was lonely and in my head my head was dark and you hadn't even met her yet no I was so alone and my I was so like in my head and in this dark place you know when you're not healed your yeah your, your head is loud and yeah, I was like I absolutely. hope she's awake right now because I need her Aww. I text her and she just was like, "Yeah, I'm right here." I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" I was like, "I miss you." I just want to hug you. And then I, I was like, you I just right want to fuck you, mom. Like, she I'm was ready to cry right there, god. like perfect. It's like three in the morning. I don't think someone's it gonna pick so up. It felt so natural. Like it felt like we had loved each other for yeah. decades. I get it. Decades. I swear to god, like, I get it. we've been I swear in every lifetime together. And that's how I recognized her on TikTok. I was like, my soul recognized her. I swear. How the hell would I have been like, I'm gonna marry that girl? Like, I just knew she was mine forever, and I she say always that had about been. Jay. Every time, it's everybody's true. like, what was it about him? I was like, I don't. My soul knows. Soul recognized his. It's true. And it you was like ha- I knew him forever. It was like my soul was like, there you are. Didn't skip a beat. It took me forever, yeah. but I found you. Aww. But it's all the, it's all about timing too. Like in this, it, it's. You make these like soul contracts wherever it is, and come this, you know, and you're like, we're gonna meet at this time because this is yeah. when we, when we, we need should, each other. When we need each other, yeah. when we're supposed to be. Because no, I've believed we that we've lived lifetimes together before. Have you guys ever done a very past deep. life regression? We, we haven't, to, but we'd love either. to. We've to. done meditations so together where I've seen past lives of mine because I I can get pretty deep. Like I can get very. She's really good at it. Close mm-hmm. to source when I'm meditating, mm-hmm. and I've seen past lives where we've literally she's killed herself in past lives before. Mm-hmm. and it's to the point where i keep coming back to get her through it mm-hmm. and i feel like this is the one lifetime where we finally broke that mold and yeah. she's like she's getting it she's she's healing i love that yeah. like that's how it feels i know i can't explain it it no. sounds yeah i know bit, it's probably be crazy sounds to crazy other to other people, people. i get it but, but i've had every psychic that i've ever talked to has told me that i'm here to absorb all of jay's pain I'm like, Thanks. I've done the same That's thing. Such a great fucking life. It's wonderful, but, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I went through like a severe depression. Oh, like, same. Before I learned how to oh, deal same. with all of it. Oh, same. Are you yeah. kidding? Like our first yeah. two years, like we almost broke up. Like because, literally. and I'm, I'm sure you understand that part. Like we, she moved to Connecticut for. for so our let's let okay hold on yeah let's rewind really quick yeah. You went to go see her yeah. the first night. So how'd that go? It was amazing. I was nervous as fuck. <laughs> did I you guys I wasn't nervous. Oh, yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> moment I got off the plane, I showered, I got out. I put but my- she made me... The only reason we fucked was because before she came, she's like... She really was like, what am I to you? Like, what? What? Like she wanted to know, like, what's our title? And I'm mm-hmm. like... Fine. I'm not fucking you without a title. Yeah. Aww. She's like... She demanded that too. And I was like, fine, you could be my girlfriend. I was like, <laughs> And then we were, we were actually together in a relationship. So that's why, like, she did come and that's why we fucked. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't have been a fuck unless there was some yeah, sort I wouldn't of like... It. Like, yeah. She wouldn't have let me in without... No, I knew my worth at that point. I'd been yeah. through it for 13 years. Like, I wasn't playing games, so... She's like... I, I was afraid. I literally thought this girl would not look like... She, she was like, I was afraid you'd ha- you would, like, have, like something missing or like i don't know. like it was all like, like a missing like, couple teeth missing. I, don't <laughs> I don't know like, that she's hiding i don't know i was nervous yeah. because girls don't look like they do online it, a lot of the time yeah, because some yeah. of them don't yeah yeah because the filters you know i don't know it's like yeah you know so i was nervous i was like fuck fuck i was like believe me I look but i also was person. like i hope we connect like we do via phone yeah. i hope we she was nervous about the energy in person because i'm like that makes me nervous and i said sexually like i have a lot of sexual trauma that i'm getting through so i'm like i hope i connect with her sexually too because you know you don't not everybody has that energy connect no, yeah, for with sure. everybody you know so what I mean? when i got off the plane she was so quiet and i thought she was gonna be like this like boisterous like you know <laughs> cocky ass bitch and she was so 
quiet and she's shy. She's probably nervous. So nervous. I could feel her energy. I'm her a big heartbeat. teddy bear. People make assumptions about me. I'm a big teddy bear. <laughs> and here I am, just loud and rambunctious. Uh, and she's but you like, guys are perfect for each other because I'm the quiet yang. one and Jay's very really? obnoxious. Yeah. Wow. And loud and rambunctious. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. It's the yin and yang, and we definitely fit each other perfectly, but it's taken us a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So you guys hit it off the first night and yeah. then guide me from there. So I was only supposed to stay for like three days and I changed my trip to be like seven. Yeah, because oh. I was, we were like, we, we were, were having such a good time together. Yeah, and I was like, it's too short. Yeah. So we did that. And In then- the middle of me being there, she legitimately, she felt like this pull from, from the universe and she quit her job that she was in in the moment. She quit it her did. job. She's like, I know my worth. Like, I'm just that gonna, job made me so I'm gonna depressed. throw it all into social media, and I'm just gonna take a risk, and this is gonna be what what I'm gonna do. Fuck and yeah, I just I was like, that. Fuck yeah, babe, we got this. We can do this I wasn't together. scared, which was funny. I, I just knew that like I should. That was what I was supposed to do. Like my confidence in that. Like I was not afraid. I was like just excited. Yeah. yeah. The excited feeling of something new. Mm-hmm. So then at the time, like you might think that you were excited for us, and some people were, but a lot of people behind the scenes were trying to rip us apart. Oh, with mm-hmm. lies, saying that I like you know fucked with their sister or like them or like i was cheating on her and i'm like just ask for proof i'm like if there's proof cool it like, was i didn't care it was creepy to the point people were like sending us letters like i know where putting you our live. address online like Ew. threatening was us was it was it fucking the shitbag website that fucking hounds i wasn't that no we haven't had that think, we don't that go on yet. that we don't even care i, I don't even give a shit but there people was people do. like within the inner circles that were literally like trying to convince her like get in her head and like get psychics involved like fake psychics involved to tell her that i wasn't the one for her and like brainwash me shit. and tell me she was using me like yeah i almost fell for some of it too and i'm like yo it really so on top of me. the shit we were going Aww. through our traumas then we're trying to fight for our relationship that from other people trying to break us up in the background mm. all on social media at the same time yeah so it was it was a traumatic very that's a lot of fucking pressure so much pressure you guys handled it really well though we did we try to keep we because <laughs> her face we tried like, to keep it off of social media because our <laughs> right whole, we're not we don't want we don't to, want that's drama not our, no. it's not our, my position that's what i love about you guys you guys that's how i am too i don't do the I drama don't, like no. i don't know time for it no we don't what good is yeah. it gonna bring you it doesn't it doesn't bring anything and it's not gonna it's not, there's no longevity about me, talk in about drama me. Not, yeah. you're not gonna get me to talk but about that's it what makes i don't me feel care. gross when that's i see people just engaging in non-stop drama i just get like i get like the ick i feel like you know a lot of people's platforms are based off of that and they're not going to last very long because they don't have substance thank you to continue yeah to build without yeah, because how much yeah. drama can you create like and it's, like it's not healthy negative for energy but <laughs> a lot of people know because people love drama that's yeah, the, that's the do. crazy people love that's it bad, but know. i don't mind i don't like to each their own but yeah. i'm gonna just we're gonna yeah. stay away from it yeah. i'll be i'll be there with you guys yeah, yeah. no I we're not interested. yeah let's stay over here. yeah like you will not catch us around it at all you've been around so we got through all of it though we yeah, got, we did. We got through it. We like then started to focus on our healing, and Rhea had a really hard time with that because yeah, let's talk about the healing part. She, of this. um, no one ever made her face her trauma. No, no one told me. Everyone told me I was just crazy. A psycho, and, like, like I had issues, but like guessing. I was in toxic relationships where like one toxic person fed another toxic person. I never yeah. picked healthy. Those were all my your karmic relationships. They were her karmics, and she had to go through them to get to me. Absolutely. You know? So it's like toxic with toxic. And I, I, I will never sit here and say I wasn't. I will always take a comment. No one's perfect. I, even before yeah, I healed, I was like, I knew, I, I knew I had issues too, like I, that I had to work on a hundred percent. Like I take full account, like yeah. accountability for my actions in yeah. my last relationships. Like 
but you didn't realize what, what? like your trauma I thought that was, was doing to you. You, you thought that was just identify. your personality. You couldn't identify well, yeah, what was that, happening. That's the thing. My yeah. dad was an angry man. My dad was always that was he, he was abusive to my mom. All I saw mm. that's I didn't know her any first other emotion love, was love always anger. Both of you guys came from extreme violence. Very horrible. bad. Yeah, and I yeah. would be the one to protect. Them. I was always the protector in my in my family. Mm. I was the one sick because i had a brother and sister and they would cry and i'd be the one like to shield them and help my mom you know my my dad would drag my mom out of the house oh, by her hair into my mom would sleep in the car and i remember i would you know climb the back deck and try to sleep in the car with her because mm. i would feel bad for her i was the one who always tried to protect everybody yeah. and, and i never you. had that that feeling protected ever by anybody so never. that's what i gave to her i i'm she i'm, I'm like okay i see your darkness but like you don't get to identify as that any longer yeah because don't let it consume you you can't and and like i'm gonna be empathetic with you while we heal through it but once we've identified it then you cannot you Keep can't doing. go back right and if you go back then i'm not I'm, i can't stick around because then you're hurting me yeah so yeah. she's like she You're loved hurting her by hurting yourself exactly and yeah. she loved me enough to be like fuck like I don't okay lose her. like i'm not gonna lose the one person that me makes me feel safe and yeah. actually Protected. loves me unconditionally mm -hmm. even with the the trauma i have she loves me as well and that's to what i have to say watch me heal she'd be like i have to take accountability and that's do it the thing. she'd be yeah. like you know that makes me feel unsafe that you can't just love me for me why can't i just be enough and i'd be like you are enough i never felt enough you're in my not life. your trauma right so you don't have to your personality isn't what people have told you that you are you get to decide who you want to be do you you guys, don't have to be angry. You do don't. You, do you guys go talk to anybody about this, or are you guys just doing it? We've done it, it all on our own. Communication together. Yeah. yeah. And that's all it takes is just to listen and talk together and take accountability and validate each other's feelings through yeah. it. We've got understand. through the like the the rough the, part of yeah, it. Yeah, we did. We got through. We got past it all because the hardest part was we had so many outside influences yeah. still affecting us. We lived in her parents' house for two mm -hmm. and a half years, and there was a lot of you know. Trauma, trauma associated with, with the whole negative energy. How did that? I was just about to say, how did that horrible, go over? Horrible energy. I always, it was always um, every day. So they finally something. accepted you. Well, oh, they I loved her. They had, okay. they had to because like there was, we were also on social media and I feel like that was part of it. I, up until social media, my parents were very much like, at least my mom, my dad minded his business a lot. But my mom now, yeah. <laughs> now dad wanted to mind his business. Yeah. My dad always minded his business. Oh, did he? Yeah, he didn't. His, really, her my, mom was he what didn't worked want to him fight up. with my mom. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. She he really avoided trying to ever fight with my mom. So oh. it was like he would protect her. They protect each other, which right. was annoying. Traumatically though, they wasn't it's like, like when a someone's way. wrong, you're wrong. Can we yeah. just like acknowledge that? But, right. But oh. yeah, that that was still going on up until now, until we moved out. My yeah. My, my you guys just recently moved out right yeah yeah a finally and now yeah. i had to finally cut my parents off for good Aww. they actually like like i was trying to say they were trying to they finally came around my mom would say the the most horrible things to me like you know like i'm i don't know why i had you like Aww. you're you have a disability because i was gay <laughs> um things like that like she would say very much hurtful things um mm. and then i'm trying to get to the, the damn point oh social, social media, media. <laughs> sorry see adhd yeah okay. my social media and i had a uh what do you call that a, a, a meetup a meet and greet one right. meet and greet i had in connecticut because everybody was begging me for it on social media so i was like all right i'll do one in connecticut and my parents came to that and they saw how much people loved me for me mm. and they were just like 
mind blown. You know what I mean? They're like, and my mom was like, I can't believe your whole life I did not love you for you. Like I couldn't just accept you, but then these strangers so easily love you for you and don't judge you. She's like, why couldn't I do that? I also feel like though. So she did. Like having that fame made them look good yeah as well gave them something and i think like now the culture is very important to them to have something to if i didn't have that i feel like they would still be in a homophobic mindset Mm. to be honest because honestly make you feel knowing that it makes me feel shitty right now because right now i don't have a relationship with my parents i actually had to cut them off and that's good. that's okay and i said that don't too. yeah don't ever think it's for good maybe you never know somebody something could touch their heart to where they could be like you know what ria i'm sorry and apologize and like you know just never close that door fully because i i just tell everybody this too because i just went through this with my own mother and you know she was not there in my life and you know just crazy fucking story but in the end before she my mom passed away november 3rd this month mm. um you know you are trauma bonded to your parents, whether you like it or not. And when that day comes that you get the same phone call that I got, it's the worst mind fuck that you're ever going to go through because these people have hurt you so badly and they have scarred you so deeply, but knowing that they're not there in physical form anymore is like the most hurtful thing and then when you like I cut my mom off three months I wouldn't talk to her before she passed away she was out here in Tennessee and fucking I wish I would have never done that because it just you need to do that for your boundaries because of what you've gone through and our situations are different mm -hmm. but I'm just saying somewhere along down the road forgiveness is for you it's not for them that's what I always say and like it's you can definitely forgive somebody but love at a distance absolutely and there's reasons that we have to cut them off completely because when you tell someone that they're dead to you which is what they've done and my mom did the same thing to me then that is wonderful you cut your mom off too she said the same thing to me that i was said to her they say things that like it's hard to come to just like even forgive it yeah and i'll forgive it i'll forgive it because it feels good to me to forgive but when i moved to connecticut i split custody with my ex so I, i fly back and forth every three weeks to my kids for a week i get a hotel i rent a car I'm doing what it takes to be a traveling mother. And I bring them them back to Connecticut in the the summertime. When I did that, my mom said I was abandoning my children. And I told her, I'm abandoning my kids, but you put me into foster care. She's one to talk, But I'm literally just splitting custody. Okay. So I was speaking openly about this on social media. And she, she sends me a message and says, just because you feel like you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth does not mean you're better than your family and you're dead to me. Mm. so I was like okay cool well because you're triggering her yes wounds now 100 percent. and know? like I'm very okay with cutting my mother off and yeah. I, I know it's different for you You've yeah had a different it's different experience. for everybody yeah but like I can see it as like from the spiritual view that this was just a very big lesson for yeah. me on how to love myself and I don't need outside validation absolutely and that I know how to set very firm boundaries now yeah and choose myself yeah absolutely I've been in situations where my I've forgiven I have a I've even apologized. I've I've taken their sorries too. And it's just a repeated cycle Talk of, yeah. cycle. of be, being let down over and over. And I don't know how to Your mental keep health it is even. affected. It's like a dis- right. keep it a distance. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like sometimes it's how much you, yourself. How much can you take? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like you say sorry, but you don't mean it. You just want to say sorry just to put keep a band-aid me in over your it. life just yeah. so I don't really cut you off. Yeah. It's like, when do you take accountability and learn? Well, the yeah. last straw was we moved out of the house. And I mean, everything that they have is in her name. Like, mm-hmm. she, 
everything. I've helped them. Her, their cars, their furniture, that like their cell phone bill, everything Rhea did for them. Mm. And when we moved out, you know, it was just like, oh, I was just too nice to you guys, you know. And she's like, well, I did everything. So there's a point where it's like you have to choose yourself. Yeah. And the you know, reason your it's, like, it's like being repeated because my sister finally got divorced and she's living her true authentic life. And like they were not, I saw them really not be there for her. And they were like yeah, it's more very triggering. worried about stupid shit than being there for her because she was in an abusive, narcissistic, like horrible situation. Yeah. yeah. And she was young when she got married because when I was forced to get married, she had nobody. She felt like I needed because it was prison. I told you. She, like, yeah. she was like, I'm going to go too. My sister's gone. My best friend's gone. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to stay here? And she ended up marrying like a, a narcissist, narcissist. Mm. Albanian too. Yeah. And and she was in a horrible situation for 15 years and she finally got out of that. And you aren't like, I, sh- I saw them not be like supportive just, of her. So. I just watched yeah. it. It was like the, like, cam- the the straw that broke the camel's my back. My sister lives with me now but like, because I think, she cut them off too because they were not no, and supportive I, of her I, authentic I totally life. Th- yeah feel what you guys yeah. are doing and i think amber hit the nail on the head you know when i was saying you forgive them for you not for them yeah you can still forgive them and have your boundaries 100 they don't have to that and that's where i'm struggling as i put up that firm yeah. boundary with my mom and then she died yeah I get so it. it's like it's like healing, i didn't think healing you, you that didn't get yeah closure. you still have that i feel like you didn't get yeah. closure maybe um i don't know if it's like, i feel like i didn't get closure i just you, you feel, feel like guilty you did the wrong thing yeah you feel guilty and it's and like okay. but then she has shown me so many signs like yeah i mean I pulled up an email from fucking 2018. Like how I even found this email was crazy pulling her shit out of fucking pawn for her. Like she's definitely sending. Yeah. Yeah. Literally helping her. Yeah. Like she's just showing me like, Hey, you did so much for me. Like I understand why you just, she's giving silent the last three. I love that you're taking it like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to, it's the only way that you can really like cope with certain things. I I agree a hundred percent since we've actually left that house though, like our energy, it's been, if we can breathe, there's uh, no weight on our shoulders. That was any the longer. house. That was my trauma. That house. was where she That's was where abused her whole was. life. Oh you know? my god! And I feel like that so was part of our that. trauma while we were there together. Like she had this bond. She was afraid to leave the house. And the moment we left, her dad was like, "You're never gonna be able to afford this. Like, why wouldn't you buy a house?" Well, all, all those things are lies. But those are what he's been saying to her for so many years to Fear, get her again, to stay there. Yeah, like instead of to being program like, her, happy instead for of being her. happy for me, I get so, the opposite. It's like I don't understand. Like you know, it's just so toxic. Now yeah. we're trying to reprogram her. Now that we're yeah. out of the home, and that's gonna take time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not gonna happen overnight. And yeah. you guys, I oh, think definitely. you guys are on this amazing journey together Thank because you. not a lot of people can heal together. And that's the real fucking sauce of a relationship. It's like not, it doesn't matter how good of sex you have. It doesn't matter oh, no. fucking how good you guys look on the outside. No. It matters how you guys get through shit and if you can help each other heal from childhood fucking shit that we, that you guys have all been through. You Holding know? each other accountable, making yeah. each other the best version of each other. Like that's that. what I want. Hold me accountable. I love it. Yeah. I that's, love that for you guys. So now that you're sauce. out of, now that you're out of the house, what? what happens now we have big things we can't say it but we have some really big things happening <laughs> i know <laughs> it's a secret um, um we've been like we've been just grateful i mean i've been just working with awesome brand deals and like mm-hmm. awesome opportunities like that that and i'm looking forward to uh i'm the lgbtqia nomination for the, the American Influencer Awards. Influencer oh, Awards, yeah. cool. Uh, that's in LA. That in, in yeah, January. that's in January. That's, that's, yes. I got nominated for that. So that's coming Big up things. first. Yeah. That's really cool. I don't know yet. We're, we're, I'm just way, excited. I'm sure you'll get Either way, it. we're excited for it. It's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. What does 2023, 2023 hold for you guys? You know, we, 
people always say like what's your like five year we don't have plans yeah we We love to just trust the universe to be like this is what's coming for you Mm -hmm. just like trust that it's coming and keep doing what you love Mm -hmm. keep putting your passion and your soul into everything and be authentically who you are and like it's just gonna fall into place the way that it's meant to yeah we just do that really and it's really do because i was asked what's your goals in five i'm like i have everything i want (laughs) i already have every everything else that comes after this is literally just like just being grateful uh what do you call that a cherry on yeah, cherry baby. on top yeah she's so that. albanian sometimes yeah the things she says i'm like honey i love that it, it really like i i have the love of my life and like the my little support system around me like my kids and like what, yeah. what, what else can you ask for i mean i love that so do you guys have your kids full-time and your kids i have every three my weeks? daughter full-time she goes to her dad's every weekend but mo- she'll go sundays usually mm-hmm. um and then she i have them. them every three weeks and all summer so yeah they come back with us in the summer but it's really hard being a split family you know yeah, oh, no, it I is. Know. And my heart gets them split away from their dad. never like, no. yeah. and their dad can't travel so i was like i will do that for you i actually gave him the house back so my kids could live in it yeah and i i'm like i'll do the i'll do the heavy lifting because i don't care that's what moms yeah. do like yeah, i'm gonna do absolutely. what it fucking takes like if my my mom wasn't there for me i'm gonna give them and show them what it looks like to be brave yeah and to do things that make you happy at the same time absolutely no matter what society says a mom is supposed to look like mm. i couldn't give a fuck less no. because they're so hard on moms oh my it's god disgusting. Bro, the shit, she the shit for, i get for being a tra- because she's a traveling pa- mom they still say you, you you've abandoned your kids i can't believe you're doing the something. internet they're, is very mean about it you're like it's, what does 50 50 look like to but to you? i don't mind I don't because understand. i know everyone has been taught lies their whole these life are, of what things should look exactly. like i was gonna say these are the same parents that are sitting at home in relationships drinking a bottle of wine be, exactly like, they don't want to be in with a man that they are exactly. not happy with yes showing their kids it's just a projection how to just stay in a terrible relationship absolutely just to make the kids happy yeah no they're not happy the kids are really, was, they're just the kids would be happier if you would just and that's leave. toxic yeah. because being in where in the situation i was my parents are still together they were arranged so marriage, toxic they're everything yeah. And I begged. I was like, Mom, please just divorce yeah. them. I would yeah. beg my mom. I would cry to my mom. I was like, yeah. why are we still here? She's like, I don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to... She really didn't. She, but I, it was three of us. I feel like, like where that's do I take most you? families, though. Yeah, yeah I feel absolutely. like most families, they're doing what, like, you know, society says, this is what a normal family looks like. No matter how it looks like in the home, yeah, just hide it. Yeah. Just show everybody on the outside that it's okay, and then you'll be fine. Yeah. But, like, fuck that. I don't give a shit how... I look on the outside to anybody as long as I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know my integrity. And your babies love you. Exactly. Your babies happy, are happy. And they're like, matters. my mom's a badass. So. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I'm so happy that you guys Thank came you. by Thank you. We're so happy to We're come. We're so happy that you invited us here. Honestly, yeah. we're so pumped. Everyone's like, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I love it's... what you guys are doing. Thank like, you. Please keep it up. Like, we will. We don't will. ever change. Will. Like, Keep being who you guys are because the world needs more of you guys. Thank you. Same likewise. You and Jelly Roll. I'm mad at daddy right now. You're mad at daddy. Pissed me off last night, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, But no, I love what you guys are doing. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? Shout out your socials. Uh, OnlyFans. We don't have it. I I keep making jokes about (laughs) it, but she won't let me. Hold on a second. I'm just gonna throw this out there. <laughs> I'll teach you guys everything about OnlyFans. It made me a millionaire. Fucking. I told you. I was like, Wait, you know, do you know what we, we could don't be judge, doing? Honestly, do you? No, I, we, I think we, that's we, amazing. If that's what people do. Like whatever. 
No, but There's you no guys could, if you guys just wanted to jump in and get a quick bag, just let me know. I'll help you guys out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Whenever you, know you guys what? are ready. Bunny, you know what? When, it, it, when you, I, I'm going to use that as like a safety net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys ever need Bunny. it, just let me know. Yeah. If you guys I ever need, need it, okay. I'll be there for we'll you. Keep that in mind. Um, all right. Tell people where they can find you guys at. Um, Instagram, TikTok for the moment. They're both the same. Uh, what's yours? You could tell Amber me. Eileen. Underscore Amber Eileen. Yeah. And mine's Rhea underscore D3MIRI. They're both the same Instagram and TikTok. Yes. I love it. Let's talk about the wedding real quick. We didn't yeah. even talk about the wedding. Yeah. No, you guys had this fucking beautiful, your fucking wedding dress. I loved it. Thank you. So pretty. Shout out to Cersei. She's in um, Canada. She reached out to me and she's like, let me design your dress for free as long as you shout me out. So she went through the steps with me. She designed it from Canada. Wow. And sent it to me. Fit, and it fit like, like a, a glove. glove. Wow. So, I'm like, holy shit. You could That's do hard that? to do. No, Because I just it. went through that for the CMAs and it was. Your dress was quick. beautiful, by the way. Thank you. It she, was very itchy. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I know the feeling. I love you, Jonathan. Like, <laughs> I love you, Jonathan. It was an amazing piece. It really piece, was beautiful. It was itchy as fuck, dude. <laughs> um, the wedding, though. Like, so beautiful. The wedding was like, I swear it opened a portal. Yeah. Because so many people, like, my either broke up that day. after my wedding. They either got divorced around that time or they got um married or they're getting married now Aww. because of it and or i feel having like babies kelsey's having a baby there yes. you go yes. i feel like our love just that was we felt people. it i mean if you were there you would have felt it too the energy i saw so. it on live it yeah. felt, I like, felt a, like i was there really yeah. i love that i really wanted people to feel that way because i yeah. wish everybody could have been there but it felt like you know the the love that we had in that the crowd so we only invited people who we thought we're going to truly, you know, support us mm-hmm. yeah, continuously. We don't, have, we don't have family. We don't have that much really. Family. Yeah. So, you know. So none of you guys' family was at the wedding? Mine I had wasn't. a little bit of my cousin. I had one cousin. My oh. parents were not there. My right. parents were overseas, but they came the day after the wedding. But they didn't really bother changing their ticket to come. Right. And I, my mom felt guilty, but. It could have been changed. It's okay. But it you guys wasn't. are but it was okay. your own family. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But the love that, like radiated off of people it was intoxicating no it looked like a blast it, it really so was fun. we should do it again and then yeah. invite <laughs> everybody yeah. i want to be a flower girl okay <laughs> jay wants yeah. to be a ring boy okay like <laughs> we'll can you imagine it. i would have if dead ass if we could do it again i would do that all over again uh, you too right, i'm definitely. holding you guys okay. to it if <laughs> there's ever another wedding anyway. i want to be the flower girl <laughs> okay okay thank you guys so much for thank being you. here thank i really appreciate you guys thank you thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya.